Hello, I'm Dan. I'm Sophia. And I'm Jack. And you're listening to the, the Hear, Hear Your Song podcast. podcast. The podcast where we celebrate the songs and stories of youth songwriters in the Hear Your Song community. Hear Your Song is a nonprofit organization that empowers children and teens with serious illnesses and complex health needs to make their voices heard through collaborative songwriting. Hear Your Song is grateful for partnerships with organizations like the Immune Deficiency Foundation, or IDF, for connecting us with youth songwriters like today's guest, Owen. If you'd like to learn more about how to get involved or support our work to keep our programming free of charge for the kids and families we serve, visit our website at hearyoursong.org. Joining us today is Owen. I'm stuck in the middle of the ocean. I'm stuck with nowhere to go. I'm stuck. How's it going, Owen? Good. How are you guys? Doing great. Yeah, great. Good to be talking to you. Happy to see you. Yeah. <laughs> you are joining us from Guam. We have had many virtual songwriting sessions with you at crazy times of the night for you. Um, you've been super excited and willing to get up at crazy hours to to Zoom with us and, and bring these songs to life. Can you tell us how you found Hear Your Song and, and what your first session was like? So I found Hear Your Song actually since um, my parents and I are um, get emails from the IDF. Uh, they had talked to us and asked, hey, do you want to do this? And so we thought it would be interesting, not knowing that I'd have more than one song written or go on to the amount that I've done. But uh, my first songwriting session was great. I didn't know what to expect, um, but I think that was the fun in it, is not knowing what to expect. And I think that first session was about a year ago. So in the last year, you've written four songs? Yes. Very prolific. <laughs> Do you want to talk to us a bit about any of your songs? Like maybe like your, your first song or like how that process went? Well, like I said, I didn't know what I was getting into to begin with, um, but the process was very fun and uh, it was very fun and exciting experience for me. Very educational, learning how to record music using, using my home computer and being able to express myself in ways I never thought I would be able to. That's wonderful. I love how you're describing it as not knowing what you're getting into because I feel like that's almost always how a song goes, where you don't really know what it's going to be in, until you try it. Um, can you tell us about what your your first song was Help, is that right? Correct. Can you tell us about with help what you sort of thought about it going in and then what you discovered along the way? Well, it was actually written last minute because we were in the process of trying to get into a house and stuff here on Guam. So writing the song was kind of rushed because we were doing things. And like I said, it was last minute. So, but it ended up being a great success. 
and I love I loved writing it. I loved performing it, and I can't wait to do it again. I remember on Help, you listened to sort of the the production that we had made when you were going to record along to it um, using your incredible melody, and you decided to change or add a last part. Originally, the last verse was continue, like repeating, I need help, and you decided to change that last section to I found help. Do you want to talk about how you decided to make that change? Sure. I made that change because I thought that there wasn't a real end to the song. So I figured if we found help, um, giving hope to others uh, is what was needed to make that song just to the extra level it became. Do you want to talk about some of the reactions you've gotten from people at your school or people who have heard it? Sure. So I've gotten mixed reactions. Some people think the chorus is way too repetitive, but other people think it's amazing. And after I sang it for that month, I had constant kids coming up to me. I had no... um, no space basically in the school for myself anymore. I shot up from one of the losers to one of the most popular kids in school overnight. Well, I'm glad it got so many positive reactions. You're just like such a cool kid, Owen, and it's just so great working with you. And we're so lucky to have, you know, made the song with you. Thank you. Do you want to talk about then how you went on to your next song? So my next song was Hope. And it was kind of based off of an experience I had uh, during summer camp. I kind of, I was meditating and I had a vision and that's kind of how I wrote my second song. Oh, wow. That's incredible. And do you, do you feel like you, your like music writing, your melody writing, or like the musical styles that you've wanted to explore have changed over the course of these songs? Well, for me, it all depends on uh, how I want that song to feel. So it can range from anything. Like if I really wanted to for my next one, I'd make it country if it fit. Yeah, totally. Because I feel like your first song is like kind of like rock, like kind of like a hard rock genre. And the later ones have a bit more country influence. What type of music do you like to listen to and how does that sort of play into your process? Well, I listen to mainly pop punk. My songs are based off of what I like listening to, just like Help was an intro, like Blink-182 song, All the Small Things, super upbeat and just there. And so I feel like, yes, my song, what I listen to has a huge influence on how I write my songs and what music I use for them. What do you love most about the bands that you're listening to? Well, I think right now it's just kind of the age that I'm at and it's kind of what I'm into because I've always kind of been more into 90s music than what's going on nowadays. Like I'm not a big fan of rap like a lot of teenagers are right now. So I feel that it just it just brings some emotions when I listen to that kind of music. Like it makes me feel just content. Yeah, I love that. Who are some of your favorite bands of the 90s? Um, like I said, Blink-182, yeah, uh, cool. Bowling for Soup, Sum 41. 
Something that's interesting about your process is that a lot of songwriters who work with us, they work on creating the whole lyric in the session with us, but you usually come to a session with like most of your lyric already done. So you have like your own independent songwriting process that you figured out. So can you talk more about sort of like what are sort of like the inspirations that like make you start writing or like what does your writing process actually look like? Yeah, so it kind of just depends on how I'm feeling in the day. And some people journal, some people talk to people. I take my emotions and I put them out on paper in a song. And I have thousands of songs I've written over the years, but not all of them become a song. It's just my way of coping with the problems in my life. Do you remember when you started doing this with songs? When I started doing this with songs, it was maybe 10 years old. Um, I just, I've always been a fan of music throughout my entire life. I've always been a singer. And I just felt that maybe I can do something with my emotions to help others through my experiences. That's such a beautiful way to think about songwriting. I'm really excited for five or six years from now when you can start volunteering and helping other younger kids write their own songs too. Because uh, I feel like you'll have so much experience and, and have thought so much about all the different ways that you can write. Since you talked about your putting your emotions on paper, do you want to talk about your third song, which was called Emotions? Oh, yeah. So that one was just... Basically, like I said with the other songs, just putting my emotions out on paper and it just became something that I felt needed to be put into the world. I'm lost with no direction. I'm lost, can't find a connection. I'm just looking at the lyrics now. You have like so many great like metaphors and like such beautiful lyrics like what would you do you think about any of that when you're writing lyrics or do you just sort of go like with whatever comes to your mind do you have any like process or like things you look for well sometimes i write a bunch of words and how i'm feeling on paper and then i make it into a song other times i just write how i feel and it turns into a song uh it kind of just depends on the day and who would you say has inspired you the most with your music? Um, not many people probably know this person. Uh, her name's Veronica Nelson. I She's a family friend that I met when I was uh, five or six in California. And she's, she's done many songs and she has a career in music. Um, she's wrote songs titled Green Light um, and I just think I would never have gotten into music if it wasn't for her impact on my life. Wow, that's, that's so nice to have that like early on. What are some of the big things that you've learned from her? Um, just kind of what I do, uh, writing my emotions on paper and stuff. She's taught me that that um, is a good way to start writing lyrics and the other way I said with writing a bunch of words on paper and then turning them into a song, that was also her idea as well. And I think that expressing gratitude to her is a great transition too into <laughs> your fourth song, I Say Thanks. 
Um, do you want to talk about w- which people in your life inspired that song and what that's about? Sure, that song's mainly for my parents because I wanted to write a song for my mom, but I didn't know what words to write or how to write it. I actually wrote that song when I was impatient um, for uh, some mental health struggles. So I took my emotions in there and I just expressed my gratitude. So it's, it's, it's for you guys, it's for my parents, it's for my teachers. It's for everybody who's ever helped me through a rough patch in my life. I say thanks to those around for saving me from going six feet underground. I say thanks. Yeah, I say thanks. If you were going to tell someone who had never written a song before or who had never used music before to try to sort of help them deal with things that they were struggling with, how would you describe to them why that was important for them to try? Because it's it's like how some people um, go to the gym, they work out, they hit a punching bag, something like that to get their anger out and their frustration out. Just writing a song is a less physical way, but in my mind, it works the same. What's your process like when you're starting to connect your lyrics and your emotions to melody? How does that happen for you? Well, typically the melody kind of just comes to me. And as I'm writing, I come up with the melody. Um, It doesn't happen before. It doesn't happen in the end. It just kind of happens when it happens. And then I roll with it. Yeah. Um, Where, um, like you've already written four songs and they're all so incredible. Um, Where do you see like your future songwriting journey going. Um, Do you have any ideas about that? I see it becoming a possible career in the future. Um, Hopefully, crossing my fingers. And I'm not, I don't want to do it for the money. I want to do it to help people. That's what my songs are about, are helping people. Not not just because I want to write songs. I love that. Yeah, that's so nice to have like an intention behind your work. Do you want to talk more about how you hope that your music will help people as you continue to write more and more and share it with bigger audiences? Sure. So I've had people um, come up to me and tell me how it's impacted them and helped them through a rough time in their life. And to me, if I perform my song and one person is affected by it and it helps them through whatever they're going through in life, then that's a win in my book. Are there songs that have helped you and impacted you? Yeah, um, recently, most recently, it's Welcome to My Life by Simple Plan. Mm. It's just a very heart-wrenching song and that I can sing my heart out to and it just relates to me. When you're, when you're talking about a song being helpful to you, um, I noticed that you said you were singing, singing to it. Is the physical process of singing what you find most helpful, or are you also listening at other times where you're not singing along? I'm listening at other times when I'm not singing along, but the songs that really affect me the most, I just um, sing and it kind of helps me. And even if I'm singing to a song and I'm just crying, but I'm singing and I'm listening to it, it's it really helps me. Mm-hmm. You shared a lot about your first song, Help, when we did our Cheer Song Songwriter Showcase back in the summer, August 
2022, I think. Um, do you have any other hear song songs that you especially enjoy listening to? Yes, I really enjoy um, A Girl Who Loves Frogs by Morgan. It's my favorite hear your song song. I just, I don't know what it is. It's it's upbeat, it's fun, it's whimsical. And I just feel like it's what I need after a long day um, when I don't feel well. Because it brings, it cheers me up. That song really cheers me up too. I'm glad to hear you like it. You can't be in a bad mood listening to that song. It's <laughs> My favorite books about frogs. There are lots of kinds of One question we like to ask everybody is if you were an instrument, what instrument would you be and why? I'd be a microphone because I love singing so much. These are my emotions and this is what I need. What I need, what I need. These are my emotions and this is what I need. Get me through them. These are my emotions and this is what I need. What I need. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you would like to share or discuss? I do want to say that um, whoever listens to this podcast, take a listen to my song. Not because I want to get views on it, but because I think it will help you. Which one of your songs would you like to recommend people start with? Uh, help. Awesome. Since you live in Guam, can you do you want to tell us a little bit about what it's like there? You've lived... How many places have you lived? Oh, let's see. So I've lived in... I was born in Oregon, then I moved to California, then I moved to Washington, and then I moved to Minnesota, and then Guam. So I believe that's five. That's either five or six places. Um, and then I'll be moving to Virginia soon. So what's it what's been like in Guam and for people who've never been, like I think all of us have never been, how is it, how is it different than the places you've lived in the United States? It's extremely humid, hot. We don't have all four seasons here. We only have summer, pretty much. Okay. It's always summer, and it's never below, like, 80 degrees. Wow. Do you like that, or is that a, not so good for you? For me, I don't like it. I'd rather be cold. I always say there's... I would rather be cold because... There's only so much you can take off, but there's an infinite amount you can put on. So true. That, that, that's good. That's a great way to think. <laughs> Speaking of wisdom from Owen, you also have a YouTube channel. Do you want to talk about your YouTube channel? I guess. Um, mainly the only thing I have on there is just I try uh, snacks on Guam and rate them. And that's mainly what I do on my channel. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, Dan and I watched one of your videos and I, I hadn't recognized any like the things you were trying because I think they were all Guam exclusive uh, drinks and foods. But you're, you're really brave in that. Like you were trying some stuff that you gave like zero out of 10 to like some stuff that, you know, we could tell that you didn't like so much. So <laughs> do you, yeah. How, how has that been? How do you like pick out um, what you're going to do for each episode? So there's like mom and pop stores for those of the people who don't know what mom and pop stores there's just little little stores um little stores owned by just locals and that's typically where i get my stuff because it's not too expensive 
and I just go in there and I see what's new and I grab it and I try it. Of course, I make sure it doesn't have anything I'm allergic to first, but then I grab it and try it. Well, that's good. Yeah, definitely don't do that. What's <laughs> the most awful thing that you've tried on camera? <laughs> Probably the shrimp chips. Shrimp chips? What? <laughs> yeah, they're like little, they're called shrimp prawn crackers, and they're like shaped like a crescent, mm-hmm. and they're puffy, they're almost like Cheeto puffs, but super tiny. And they're flavored like shrimp, and I just, no, I don't like them. What, what was the best new snack you tried? Um, if I remember, I'm gonna probably say the, they were like clover cheese chips or something like that, but I really liked them and I got them a couple more times after that. For last question, I, I'm curious if there's any lyrics in any of your songs that you're especially proud of that you think about and are like, wow, that was particularly awesome that I wrote that. Um, probably just the one that resonates with me the most. Um, we found the answer. The last, the last sentence of my song, Help. I just feel that... Um, it's a true statement, and I feel that a few years ago, I I wasn't able to write that. But now I have somewhat of an answer with my life, and I, f- I feel happy. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. So, Owen, thank you so much for joining us on the Hear Your Song podcast. Of course. Yeah, it was so great talking to you. Talk to you soon. Great talking to you, too. We found help, help, help. We found help. The Hear Your Song podcast is made possible through our support from the Colburn Keenan Foundation, as well as individual donations from supporters just like you. Hey, Sophia, how can folks learn more about Hear Your Song? They can follow this podcast on their favorite listening platform, check out our YouTube page where you can find all of the songs that kids create, and they can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook at Hear Your Song HYS. And feel free to visit our website at hearyoursong.org to learn more about our organization or to support us with a donation. All of our programming is 100% free of charge to the kids and families we serve, thanks to supporters like you. Thank you so much for listening.